Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Soda do rags and boat shoes. Uh, sorry about the delay. Sorry about the wait. Uh, just was you know spending some fam- some family time, quality time. You know, um, just kind of cooling out for a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm dealing with a summer cold also, so I've been fighting that left and right. And uh, man, I did an episode last week. I recorded it and it just it sounded horrible. My voice was. You know, pretty much gone. I, I was sounding like, you know, I was sounding like Biggie Smalls ad libs, you know, like, baby, baby, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, I'm back feeling a little bit better, uh, about 75%. Um, currently drinking some orange juice out of a Moscow Mule uh, copper mug. Uh, I know my wife would be mad at me for doing that, but it is what it is. I'll wash it out real quick before, you know, she gets home. But, uh, you know, much love and respect to everybody out there. And uh, I guess we'll go ahead and start with that good old uh, Summer Jam screen. And uh, the first thing we're going to put up there is uh, 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 Nate Parker. Uh, you know, he started out catching hail uh, from black women uh, once they saw a picture of his wife. He's married to a white woman. And uh, that wasn't gaining enough traction. It, it wasn't. And... Uh, you know, so people start doing some digging. You know, they well, they didn't have to do too much digging. It's up on his Wikipedia page, and so people and uh, you know establishments started bringing up uh, um, a rape case. Uh, he was tried for rape uh, back in '99. He was found not guilty, acquitted of all charges. But you know, magazines are writing about it. Black folks on Twitter are just going crazy about it. Uh, the black feminists are going crazy about it. Uh, regular feminists are going crazy about it. Um, I should have just said feminists in general. Uh, gay black men are going crazy about it. Um, you know, because he also said that uh, he would never do a gay role, you know, to quote unquote preserve the black man or anything that was going to emasculate him. Now, that's his. those are his words. That's his choosing that he wants to do what he do. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, my, my problem is there are numerous people who, who are just, you know, it, it, it's just, it feels like there's just a, a, a group of folks on social media who have so many followers who try to shit on, uh, I'm not going to say black masculinity, but, uh, you know, shit on brothers who try to do something positive, who are doing something positive, as you all know, birth of a nation. Uh, the story of Matt Turner will be coming out in about a month, a little bit over a month. And, uh, you know, he, he funded the movie himself, you know, with some friends. And 
is going to tell the story of the slave rebellion, you know, and it's going. I get the feeling it's going to be just from the traction that this uh, rape case has gotten, you know, from all these different, um, you know, um, established uh, websites, magazines, whatever you want to call them, uh, media outlets, I should say, and all the traction is gaining on Twitter. I think the movie probably is unapologetically black. That's the feeling I get. Uh, just uh, giving you guys some recent examples. When uh, uh, Tariq Nasheed did Hidden Colors 1, 2, 3, and 4, which are documentaries about black history and, you know, hidden facts about black folks. And, uh, you know, basically giving black folks solutions to get up out of their, you know, their, uh, their uh, position in America every time that this film one of those films comes out uh one through four somebody always brings up you know uh they try to slander the man's name Tariq's name they try to uh you know shit on him saying that he don't like black women even though he's married to a black woman uh he's misogynistic he does this that and the third and all this other stuff and it's very it's very odd that you know this is like the number one selling documentary and he doesn't get any you know play from mainstream media or things like that and it's just ranked just sitting on top you know of amazon and things like that and what's funny a lot of the things that's in hidden colors you see people tweeting about it and things of that sorts and some of these same people you know will slander you know Tariq but the only time that he catches hell is once a movie is about one of those movies those documentaries are about to come out you know um <clears throat> when he was just doing you know relationship books and um you know just giving game to men and women you know about being in a healthy relationship or even trying to come up in a relationship you know there there wasn't really shit being said about it you know but back in 2010 um i think was it 2010 or 2011 that the first hidden colors came out so basically it came out it was a smash hit and then that then the slander started that's when the slander started and people started talking to him all kind of crazy and bringing up you know his books the mac within mac lessons and things of that sort and he also written you know uh books on the game for women the ism you know the uh, player be played and the art of uh, not the art of macking but the art of gold digging and you know is it's funny uh, whenever there's something that's about to come out to help black people on a mass level or inform black people or uplift black people on a on a, a grand stage um there's always something coming out about the person or there's a group of black folks slandering this uh particular black person or spewing some white supremacist rhetoric or some mainstream rhetoric about what's going on so now with the nate parker situation with the movie about to come out you got uh brothers online shitting on him about uh you know if you if you disagree with what i'm saying and you read the transcripts and all this other stuff. Uh, you are rapists, also. You have a rapey mentality, and all. we, you know, we can definitely agree to disagree on this. But it's just odd that people would shit on this man right now, and it's been up on his Wikipedia page for years. Um, just like before, like I said, when folks found out that he was married to a white woman, and you could just Google Nate Parker's wife. Um, you know, you could have did that. You know, even before he released this Birth of a Nation movie, 
and nobody really was saying shit and um, a lot of these so-called um, uh, black feminists or feminists they loved the movie beyond the lights um the movie that he was in um <clears throat> and there, there wasn't any backlash then when beyond the lights came out which is very odd to me but now we got this movie that basically is going to tell the story of a slave revolt and now everybody and their mama are up in arms now this has been on his wikipedia page for years um about you know the rape trial and the rape accusations and he was found not guilty um but you know what you know people are still talking about oh he did it and all this this that and the third but you really don't you don't know what happened you know uh could have happened could have not happened who knows but he was found not guilty by the courts he was tried found not guilty let the man live his life but it's just very odd because beyond the lights was a great movie it was a hit but none of this shit was coming out then um i think he was in red tails um nothing nothing came out then about it um nobody was shitting on him you know shitting on him or his wife you know during beyond the light so it 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 really gets to me that so many black folks are shitting on this man now just because you know uh, mainstream media outlets are talking about this now and and it just shows that you know everybody's not perfect there's no excuse you know for you know him i'm not making excuses for the man not at all i'm just saying if you're going to be outraged by him why be outraged now and not you know back then when you were sitting down or sitting down in front of your tv um eating popcorn watching beyond the lights on netflix or you went to the theaters and saw it you know why weren't you shitting on him and his wife then so this man makes a revolutionary movie you know about the true story of uh you know nat turner now all of a sudden there's an issue and women love beyond the lights so just help me understand why is there an outrage now as opposed to then you know this man is doing his thing he funded the movie himself sold it to fox searchlight now they're about to put it out uh fox searchlight released a statement saying that they know about it he was found not guilty and they're going to continue on so what kind of fake nigga outrage do you got now the movie's still going to come out but you know it's, it's one of those things where people just want to be online and they want to be problematic they want to be honorary they just want to have something to say want to fit in with the crowd but you're being led by some coons that's exactly what it is led by some people who would rather be buddy buddy you know with the dominant society than to you know stick up for what's right let's see the movie it is what it is you know this man was found not guilty and i know a lot of people you know who would who would on trial you know did something that was accused of doing something that they didn't do found not guilty they don't want anybody to bring it up hey i'm past that it is what it is i was found not guilty i didn't do it at all so you know it's just fake nigga outrage that's what it is niggas up here tweeting and posting links just to pass the time it's um it, it but it is very 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 convenient that this story would resurface you know once uh this film is getting ready to be released on a wide scale 
you know, so people are, you know, people online being sassy, especially the men, I get tired of seeing so many sassy ass men, uh, you know, I, it's just, it's just too much, it's too much, you know, men online getting cute with their little snarky comments and shit like that, and, you know, and I, and I just imagine you niggas, you know, uh, pursing your lips, you know, like a woman, when you type and he's like, mm, yes, mm, yes, hunty, you know, shit like that, you just goofy pieces of shit, you know, you, you just want to get some, some, some retweets, some mentions, something like that, and because you're soft, you know, you, you don't know what it is to be a man, but, you know, it is what it is, you know, I don't blame you, you know, I, I blame your bum ass daddy for leaving, you know, it, 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 it's disgusting you know that's i think that's the main thing that just really gets to me just so many uh so many sassy men and that's something that i just can't stand i cannot stand when women are having a conversation two things when women are having a conversation and a man jumps in and you know starts you know mm, yep mm-hmm, yeah and things like that or a man jumps in and starts arguing with the women you know he jumps in you know going off at the mouth and shit like that and just real sassy shit and it's it's too much you know and i'm not talking about gay men i'm talking about these so-called straight players out here but i just it's just so much sassiness coming from negro men out here and it, it gets on my fucking nerves it is it's one of the things that just really bothers me and then when i met another man g checks him you know or checks him Oh, it ain't even like that. You're just being sensitive or something like that. No, nigga. You need to just untuck your balls and be a man. Calm the fuck down and let these women sip their tea and have a good conversation. Let them do what they're doing, you know? So I think that's one of the main things that bothers me about, you know, this whole Nate Parker thing. Um, Like I said, wasn't nobody up in arms with Beyond the Lights was doing this thing in theaters, you know, nobody said shit about, you know, the rape charge, but now all of a sudden you're going to have a, a a slave rebellion movie, um, self-funded by a brother, and now everybody coming out the woodworks talking about, you know, <clears throat> he's married to a white woman, how can he be black, that didn't work, um, he's homophobic, he said he doesn't want to do a gay film role, and he doesn't want to be emasculated, didn't get that much burn well um back in college he was accused of rape but he was found not guilty but still that nigga a rapist so that just proves you can be a piece of shit but you can kind of make quality work but um i'm gonna just shit on you um just because it's the cool thing to do fuck out of here black folks really have to stop shitting on other black folks in front of uh white folks or in a white space it's it's you have to fucking stop doing that black folks are only group of people race or whatever you want to fucking call the group that we will shit on each other for a goddamn butter biscuit and not a literal one but a proverbial one you know just for a pat on the head or you know mm, yep this person agrees you know and then that brings me to sheriff clark you know who's getting paid out here to basically you know shit on black folks he talks all kinds of fucking crazy you know, on Fox News, but you see him in this press conference, his city is fucking on fire because of a police killing, and 
he's he's very docile and all this other shit. But he's up here talking about on Fox News that the people of Milwaukee, the poor black folks in Milwaukee, have a tribal attitude, you know, or acting very tribal and shit like that. He's trying to blame it on the liberals on this. Motherfucker, you're the sheriff of the county. What the fuck are you doing? You know, and Sheriff Clark is a piece of shit. And uh, what's the other motherfucker that was on Twitter today talking shit? Larry Elder was uh, basically trying to chime in on the Milwaukee thing. Larry Elder is just, just, uh, oh my God. He, he's another one who, who, who gets a couple of dollars from shitting on black folks, you know, for, you know, saying with white folks want to say saying what they're thinking but he's the black face so it's one of those situations where it's like oh i'll just post this larry elder video on my facebook feed but um i don't feel that way you know personally but he does make some great points and a lot of you niggas out here got them white friends on your facebook page that post those videos like that i got them niggas up out the paint quickly couple years ago i just did a purge just nope delete 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 i still get messages to this day hey we're not friends on facebook and then i just let them know that i read it you know i just keep it pushing but yeah that's who sheriff clark and uh larry elder are and some of you niggas on twitter are like that you know you you want to shit on black folks but you ain't getting paid that's the bad thing about it you ain't getting any paper you just getting a you know a pat on the head or a retweet you know so it is what it is i'm not trying to you know um dismiss this the the rape culture or anything like that i ain't trying to shit on the victim if there was a victim um i'm not it's just very convenient that all of this is coming back to light in wake of this movie that's about to come out that's that's the odd thing about it and the reason the mainstream media is putting it out there a lot of you dumbass niggas are like well, how you gonna prevent somebody from seeing a movie and thousands of people already seen it at sundance motherfucker it ain't came out to the general public yet if this movie bombs in theaters that's the point of this story coming out you dumbasses that's the point that is the fucking point they want this movie to tank so fucking bad and i bet you the executives at fox searchlight are catching hell from other studios and i bet you if they release them emails you would be like wow what the fuck so congratulations niggas if this movie bombs you done kind of did something with your dusty asses and this reminds me of uh that blavity website that posted a great article about hidden colors and you niggas got on there talking about hidden colors was violent Tariq Nasheed is a pimp and all this other stuff and they took the they took the article down and you niggas thought you had a victory but you still had to go live your crusty ass life and hidden colors for still was a great bestseller and folks love the film and folks are still out here talking about it so what did you really accomplish you got a blog site to take down something so if you niggas you know spent that much energy into getting a great economic base and shit like that you know black folks would be in a better position but a lot of you niggas would rather just be social media warriors so do whatever you can to keep the lights on because that ain't keeping the lights on that's pretty much all i gotta say about that all right so 
you know, fellas, just be safe out there. You know, don't have sex with a, a drunk woman, um, especially my young cats out there. You know, you off to college, you know, y'all drinking, shit like that. You know what? Always hit that rule, you know, go in the bathroom, hit a lick, meaning jack off, get that clear conscience and go about your business because you, you don't, you know, consensual drunk sex is a very touchy subject, you know, you... Especially my brothers, you really gotta be safe. You know, you gotta, you got a snow bunny up there. You know, she's sloppy drunk. She wants you to run a train. You know, with you and your homeboys and shit like that. Don't, don't consent to that. That's that's very touchy, very very touchy. You know, she drunk, thinking she wanna, you know, reenact some kind of Sarah J scene or some shit like that. Just go in the bathroom, hit a lick, going home, smoke a J, you be alright, fam. So, moving on, um, uh, Michael Bennett, the uh, Seattle Seahawks defensive end, a while back he called out uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, Peyton Manning just talking about, you know, you don't see big athletes in the NFL, large athletes in the NFL, take a stance on uh, social justice like with the NBA, and uh, Aaron Rodgers kind of fired back thinking, uh, saying that... uh, you know, as far as the social change and people speaking up, um, you know, he praised, you know, Carmelo Anthony, uh, D-Wade, uh, CP3, and LeBron, you know, for speaking out about social change. And he says it's got to be natural. It's got to be authentic. And I think those guys did a really good job. It was a great message. The thing I'll say in reference to speaking your mind, um, you know, he was talking about uh, the piece that Bennett said. Um why do we have to say that it's refreshing when someone speaks their mind or is it honest now? I think it's kind of a societal issue that we have. And it's true. Um, you know, in the NFL, it's such a, it, you know, it's 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 weird because you never hear NFL players, you know, speak out about controversies and things like that. You got your man, uh, <clears throat> Richard Sherman. You know, who was pretty cool, but now he hopped up on that, that train, you know, his ride came for him. So now all he talks about is black on black crime. You know, when you're talking about things like that, he was said uh, recently, a few months back, he was talking about, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, BLM. But he was talking about, you know, he kind of spewed that white supremacist rhetoric, you know, that dominant society rhetoric, that whole, you know, Black Lives Matter can hoot and holler about police killing us, but, you know, what about when this black guy kills another black guy? And, motherfucker, what you don't understand is that when Lil Crip Crip kills Pookie, Lil Crip Crip is going under the jail. And there are different organizations in black communities. You know, like in Omaha, you had enough is enough. Um, I forgot what the Chicago group is called. It's something Defenders or it's the Defenders out there who are constantly in the community, you know, trying to change it. And, you know, there's always a candlelight vigil. There's always a march going on. There's always something going on in the black community, you know, where the elders, the church or an organization is out there trying to get across to these dusty ass niggas who smoking each other. You know, trying to get it across to him that, hey, this ain't the wave. You know what I'm saying? Like, your ass need to clean up, get a job, find a fucking purpose. You know what I'm saying? But the media doesn't show you that all the time. 
And if you were in the community, you would know what was going on. So you can't say that fucking bullshit ass, you know, you guys mad about cops killing black folks. But what about when black folks kill black folks? You know, shit like that. And... But anyway, I'm starting to ramble here, but that's what I do on my podcast. This is mine. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm still sick here, folks. The thing is, with the NFL, a, a lot of players, they, they just don't speak out about it. So it was dope to see Michael uh, Bennett, you know, call, you know, players out. But he was also saying that, you know, Peyton Manning and, you know, Aaron Rodgers are white. So they don't really have to deal with the social injustice that's going on right now. So with that said, we're going to have to move forward to your man, uh, Killer Cam Newton, uh, Dab Newton, you know, Super Cam, whatever you want to call him. New GQ article came out, and it was very bland. I read the whole thing on the GQ site, um, and a lot of folks are flipping out about <clears throat> what he said. Uh, interviews talking about, uh, you know, in January, right before the Super Bowl, you said, I'm an African-American quarterback. That may scare a lot of people because they haven't seen nothing uh, that they can compare me to. And Cam's response was, I don't want this to be about race because it's not. It's not. Uh, like, we're beyond that as a nation. And the interviewer asked him, he really thinks so. He said, yeah, I mean, you bring it to people's attention, but after that, that's it. So the whole interview, it starts to shift once, you know, he starts talking about, you know, race and things of that sort. And Cam is just being very... PC. He's being very neutral. He's stripping his blackness in this interview, which is odd because his pops was very black back in April um, in the in the issue of Ebony um, when he they interviewed his parents with him, and it was you know they were talking about everything from Trayvon Martin to you know um, with Cam keeping his hood up uh, during the uh, post Super Bowl uh, conference and things of that sorts and. His dad was just talking about how representation is important and what it, what it symbolizes. And, you know, so Cam's, they talk about that in the GQ interview. And Cam's just talking about, I just like to wear hoodies because it's comfortable. So what Cam is doing right now is pretty much stripping his blackness. I think I think he's tired. I think the people in uh, Carolina have, uh, you know, uh, they, they worn that man down. You know, uh, remember when uh, he... he the, the woman was uh, some mother wrote to one of those Carolina newspapers and was talking about Cam Newton is uh, so disrespectful and all this other stuff by doing the dab. And then they showed she was talking about her daughter should have been offended and all this other bullshit. And the cheerleaders had on like fucking coochie cutters and uh, uh, like they had on uh, plaid shirts like Paul Bunyan, but it was just tied around their titties and they was up there popping their pussies at halftime. Time, but she didn't say anything about that and then when cam had his uh his son uh another another woman wrote into the same newspaper talking about uh he's a disgrace he should uh, be a father and marry his child's mother and you know they asked him about that in a gq article and he's just like oh i agree with the woman you know my dad's a pastor and uh, you don't think i heard that before but all of this is rooted in racism, but Cam is just trying to strip that away because I think they have finally broken Cam. You know, Cam is tired. Um, that's what it just breaks down to. So everybody's on his ass, but, you know, he's getting to that point where he's tired. They finally broke him. 
you know, I think we're going to see a different Cam this year. You know, we'll still see the flashy dressing and shit like that. But, you know, he, he, he's tired. You know, them white folks that wore his black ass down out there in fucking Carolina. You know, they done wore him the fuck down. And, you know, even going into it, um, when he was drafted, there was some weird shit going on with the owner, though. And let me uh, let you listen on how these uh, these owners talk to these players, though. Uh, give me just a second here. Let me see if I can find the clip of uh, Jerry Richardson, the owner of the, uh, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, he just was talking crazy. Uh, let's see here. Let me get it typed in. me this motherfucker had the audacity to you know let cam know you know ask him he said he wanted to go and look him in his eyes you know look him in his face or some shit like that you know wanted to see if he had any tattoos any piercings and then the motherfucker says you know he didn't want cam to have his hair long and who was that paul mooney or chris rock one of them said if your hair nappy white folks ain't happy and we've seen many instances where black children have been suspended from school for having black hairstyles. So that just shows you the kind of culture that the NFL is running. Um, that's why you don't see too many folks speaking out. And if they do, all of a sudden, you know, they're going to be shunned. A team isn't going to pick them up. So Michael Bennett better just watch out. Um, so this 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 is what I so just seeing that clip, um, the hate mail that Cam get gets. Um, it's you know he's tired. He's tired. You know I think he's thinking about the future uh, with his lady and his child. And uh, you know it's sad to say, but he's going to be he's a high paid slave, and he's he, he's he's accepting it. It's like in Twelve Years a Slave. When uh when Cuz was just getting the shit, you know, beat out of him for, you know, he just kept fighting it, kept fighting it, kept fighting it, kept fighting it. And then, you know, towards the very end, when they were singing that Negro spiritual, and he just gave up at that moment, and he started crying and singing along with the other slaves, 
and that's when you saw a man break and i think that's where cam is right now that's where he is them white folks that wore his black ass down in carolina and it's sad to say but you know maybe if contract renewal comes up you know maybe he can go to a major city that will tolerate him you know and, and, and i shouldn't even say tolerate but should appreciate the man for who he is you know it's a damn shame making that much money and you have to be that goddamn docile you know so that's why it pays to be you know an entrepreneur or have your own revenue stream coming in even though this man is making millions of dollars you know he, he thinks he's doing what he's what he loves you know and that could be the case but it shouldn't be under these conditions so i see everybody being judgmental on cam but what i see is a man that's beat down like I said, them white folks just wore him out. That's that's pretty much it. Them white folks have wore Cam Newton down to the goddamn ground. All right, moving on to selling hope like dope. We got to put your man uh, Rudolph Giuliani. And you guys know what I am about to speak about. At a rally um, for uh, presidential candidate Donald Trump. God damn Like When you think That this campaign Can't get any goofier It It just does It just does It is a Fucking Joke This is gonna be a cakewalk For Hillary It really is It really is Especially with this shit From Giuliani Okay So Giuliani said If you've been sleeping Under a rock Under those eight years He said to the crowd Before Obama came along We didn't have any successful Radical Islamic terrorist attack In the United States They all started when Clinton and Obama Got into office I mean Was he not the mayor of New York City During September 11th Every speaking engagement That Rudolph Giuliani has he speaks about 9-11 if he if he ain't talking about you know uh stop and frisk and beating the shit out of black folks having cops beat the shit out of black folks he is talking about 9-11 if 9-11 didn't happen that would be his only talking point i i i don't know i don't know i really don't know god it it is amazing that this man had the audacity to say that and it's just a flat out fucking lie and before september 11th you had the world trade center bombing in 93 and giuliani was up in new york then what the flying fuck so there's nothing but lies being told from this camp and the american people they're they're not going to fall for it and if they do, well, good for us. If we fall for the okie doke, we fucking deserve it. That's all I have to say about that. So, Rudolph Giuliani, you've been hell on black folks in New York, and you still out here lying. So, you gotta stop selling that hope like dope, my friend. So, um, moving on to uh, hold this L. Uh, you know what? I was going to uh, put your girl, uh, uh, Shanae Miller, I'm sorry, um, you know, on there for holding his L, you know, for her diving <laughs> to get across the finish line in the 400 meter uh, race, you know, from Bahamas, but it, 
and hot. And then she got a gold medal. She did what she could to keep the lights on. She got it. It is what it is. You know, that's just, she showed heart. She, you know, hit that M. Bison soul crusher, you know, dive. And, uh, Street Fighter 2 reference. But, you know, she, uh, she did what she she had to do. She was losing the lead. Alice, Alice and Felix right on that ass. And that it is what it is. But, so, I am going to put these niggas on blast who are on social media talking about the so gone challenge y'all niggas gotta hold this L and not the niggas who actually participated in it because a lot of great people have participated in it did great jobs uh, a couple of my comrades you know from the armory from uh, BOMB Global did it great job to uh, Cold Case and Bogart amazing job to uh, Justin Blackson amazing job great singer out the O and uh, Dame Lillard did his thing you know it started off with Chance the Rapper you know had folks you know he was rapping on it rapping to his uh his baby mama you know appreciating her and uh you know folks all over the globe are doing the so gone challenge which was amazing because it's a great instrumental great beat you know monica's so gone um great song original song and it was dope hearing people you know rap and the great thing was to see omaha rappers you know uh, do their thing on it you know and they did it so quickly you know, which was great because so many times, you know, niggas would be like, oh, I'm about to put this album out. And then all of a sudden, it's, you know, two, three years down the line. And it's like, oh, okay, that album is never coming to light. But the niggas who got to hold this L is the niggas who was talking about, if I get this many likes, I'll do the So Gone Challenge. Motherfucker, just do it. Y- y- your fan base ain't that huge just fucking do it or the niggas that's hating on the so gone challenge you know what i'm saying just oh y'all niggas can do the so gone challenge but you niggas are so gone from your children's lives like man shut your ass up like you just you one of them you know you just you just want some attention like hey hey, hey look at me guys look at me look 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 i'm different and then you go over there and look and you're like Oh, okay. Go back to eating a bowl of baby dicks, my nigga. But so you niggas hating on the so gone challenge, y'all hold this L and then you niggas who was doing it for attention talking about uh if I if I get if I get if I get twenty likes I'll do the so gone challenge. And then it's gonna be some niggas two weeks from the day who about to get their phone back on who gonna start doing the so gone challenge. Watch and see. You know, some niggas phone is off right now. Or there's a nigga in McDonald's bumming the Wi-Fi right now, drinking a cup of water, trying to do the so gone challenge. And the manager's like, sir, sir, you have to keep it down. You, <laughs> you have <laughs> you, you have to leave. Um, you know, it's fine that you're in here. We, we appreciate you coming into our establishment, but I can't have you rapping so loud and, you know, using the B word like that. OK, so, yeah, that's them niggas <laughs> that's going to be popping up two weeks from now with the so gone challenge. So, you know, don't be mad at them. You know, just let them get their paper up. You know, the first of the month will roll back around and, you know, they can, you know, lay up with some woman and, you know, get that $40 cricket bill paid or Metro PCS bill paid, you know. So, you know, let them niggas cook, you know, don't shame them too bad, but we, we know it is what it is. So y'all niggas got to hold this in.
All right, so moving on to not all heroes wear capes. We got to put Michael Jeffrey Jordan up there. I don't know what's going on with MJ, but uh, he's having some kind of, I don't know, maybe he maybe he started believing in karma or whatever. But um, as you guys all know, um, what was it? I think it was back in was it June or July. Uh, a guy named Jeffrey Harrison. Uh, he was wearing a Michael Jordan uniform in a pickup game, and the shit went viral. And uh, so, uh, was it last week? Uh, MJ uh, basically contacted the the guy's mother. You know, the the guy has autism. God bless his heart. And um, he contacted his mother, and he set it up to uh, actually call Jeffrey. You know, and he donated on like two big boxes of gear. So he got a bunch of fresh kicks, um, sweatsuits, basketball shorts to stages, MJ now. You know, which is dope. And you know, the guy was talking to him, and MJ actually called him. You know, MJ, you know, was talking to him, and the guy was telling him that he loved him. And you know, Mike told him he loved him too, and he appreciated him. So it's, it's, it's dope to see MJ, you know, kind of step up and actually do some good you know i know he's been doing a lot for the kids in chicago you know with his uh you know being philanthropic but to actually come out and start doing stuff being the face of it you know is actually really dope and uh, i appreciate it and i think a lot of uh you know jordan sneaker wearing folks appreciate it also you know and he also donated uh I think four million dollars to an african-american uh, historic museum which was even doper and um you know we appreciate it mike so uh, not all heroes wear cape shout out to you mike and you know uh, always bet on black all right so last segment of the show and you know what it is health over wealth you know what i say without your health you can't enjoy your wealth so with all the bickering you Negroes are doing online, it's really reminds me of the Lesotho uh, proverb from the Lesotho people in Africa. Um, just because you Negroes are arguing about uh, what is blacked out, drunk, mean, and versus unconscious, and you know the man got off. So now you niggas arguing about uh, technicalities and how terms work, and you niggas is even arguing with real life lawyers on Twitter. You know, we're talking about legality over morality, but because you can't prove morality at all. But anyway, the Lesotho uh, proverb goes, a fight between grasshoppers is a joy to the crow. So you grasshoppers keep on fighting and let the crow enjoy and devour both of you once you to beat the shit out of each other. All right. It is what it is. Sorry for the wait. Like I said, taking care of family. Uh, I got a little sick and uh so right now, uh, you know, I'm about to take some more um, emergency or some Dayquil or something and uh, keep knocking back this orange juice and hopefully I can take my dog out for a walk, catch a couple Pokemon and, uh, you know, get back to business, working on shit for the Armory for uh, BOMB Global and uh, working on some branding items for the podcast. So that'll be coming soon. 
and if you know of anybody you know in the city who has a huge following you know like on facebook or twitter and shit like that um i'm looking for some brand ambassadors so basically get the uh, podcast out there um got some interviews coming up also so but if you know of any brand ambassadors um you know hit me up on twitter i changed my twitter handle i've been eyeing this fucking twitter handle for about a year now you know since i started the podcast back in april of last year I really wanted to change my name to Hope Like Dope, you know, just because that's a segment of the show, and change it from Omaha Hostage. I think people got the idea, especially my Omaha folks, of what I was trying to say. You can do anything that you want to do in the city of Omaha. Quit blaming your surroundings, and you can always do something about it. But now I'm on Twitter as Hope Like Dope, um, doing my thing. And like I said, if you know of any brand ambassadors, or if you want to be a brand ambassador, uh, hit me up on Facebook. Um, hit me up on twitter at hope like dope or hit me up on instagram at omaha hostage or on snapchat at omaha hostage and you know pretty soon probably about a month or so i can get you some free gear um basically promoting the podcast so if you're about that life you've got a certain number of you know followers and they interact with you and shit like that i'll definitely be contacting you or contact me first so much love and respect one Turn, turn me up a little bit when that music World. comes in it gets loud. loud. DJ Storm, right? Swissy. Yes. Ah. Hands up, hands up, hands up, high up, hands up, hands up, hands up, high up. On Roy, I've been hitting so long, and I'm a big-headed boy. Nah, we ain't on HGH, though I might pick up some weight when I'm running through your state. Nah, 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 we ain't on the clear, we on the runway, you back-to-back legs. It's miss no more drama, and Barack Obama, Rama's feel honest. I put my life on these tracks, you act like y'all wanna prepare me for the facts. Luckily, my therapy is the I just bear my soul, I don't expect nothing back You all welcome, long as you felt I was gon' get my, if you know where the hell I'm from I'm from the bottom, so I do this from the diapers Quick fast, turn the Big Apple into cider I do this, I'm a writer and a writer Spew it cause I'm nicer, but I do this for the lifers I'm a writer and a writer I spew it cause I'm nicer, but I do it for the lifers You welcome Somebody so deadly be of the pen. Viva Jovito Padino, we be in. Big up to Biggie and Pac, I do it for them. Until I reach Kali, I do it for him. Do it for those who can't do for self due to the pen. May these bars reach through your bar. And mine, when Mary sing, it heals your heart. God solely stands filled, you are. Love is a battlefield, we all get scars. Oh, I put my heart into this. This 
this is much more than marketed music. The reason I gotta market through this is people going through pain. I'm just walking them through this. I'm just, this ain't no marketed music. People going through pain. I'm just talking them to it. Swizzy, knock him out the box, and the bitch knock him out the box. Hey, get it up, oh. 